Hello, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tim. Thank you for joining us. This week we will be discussing the U.S. versus Billie Holiday, or the United States versus Billie Holiday, which tells the story of how Billie Holiday was targeted by um, the Federal Narcotics Division of the FBI um, through an undercover sting after she refused to stop singing her anti-lynching hit, uh, Fuck It, Start Over. Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, I'm ready. On do sit. Let's get it. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the Popcorn Wind Out. Thank you for joining us. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. And this week we will be discussing the United States versus Billie Holiday, which tells the story of how jazz singer Billie Holiday was targeted by the Federal Narcotics Division of the FBI through an undercover sting after her refusal to stop singing her hit anti-lynching song, Strange Fruit. Um, I am curious, Tammy, to see what you thought of this movie. Why? Because I know it was one that you wouldn't have normally watched unless I suggested for the show. So I'm, I'm curious to see what you thought about it. As I was watching it, I thought, oh, I think she would actually like it. So first, I want to <laughs> go against that opinion because it was on my watch list of movies that I did want to watch. I just haven't had the time to actually sit down and watch it. But I did put it on my list once um, I saw the preview for it. Because I've heard of Billie Holiday. I don't really... I don't listen to jazz. Um, Not my thing. But I have heard of her. She is a famous name, of course. So when I saw the preview for her movie and that um, Audra Day was going to play her, I was actually interested in seeing... um, I guess a little bit of a biopic not a full biopic but you know interesting um yeah gosh I think the better biopic even though it's old um would probably be Lady Sings the Blues um and I haven't seen that in forever um Diana Ross starred in that one um the book would actually probably be a better read, which I haven't read in forever. And it kind of made me want to go back after watching this and reread the book and um, watch the original version. Although, God forgive me. And I don't need, oh, Diana Ross stands coming after me. Diana Ross isn't the greatest actress, so. The greatest? <laughs> Diana Ross is a horrible actress, okay? <laughs> she is the Beyonce of her time, or Beyonce is the Diana Ross of our time. Oh, okay? They yes. both suck at acting but they can sing though they can sing beehive that is tammy straight up direct all your beehive hate at tammy go for it go for it because if you being honest with yourself you know your girl can't act okay beehive and army are two fandoms i don't ever want to piss off so beehive direct (laughs) all that at tammy okay i feel like i feel like for any beehive or any members of Beehive or ARMY, I've already pissed them off multiple times throughout this whole podcast. So I'm okay. Keep coming. Keep it coming. Um, but yeah, okay. Redirecting this ship. Get back on track. Um, I, 
I have very mixed I wanted to enjoy the movie and there were parts of it I really really enjoyed um Andrew Day's performance was amazing she she really did a great job the casting was great um I think Trevante Rhodes was um with his fine self um he did a great job as Jimmy Fletcher but um the story was a little bit all over the place like you said it was like you kind of got confused about the story it was telling and the title was a little bit misleading because you thought it was going to be something else so um I don't know I think the story could have stood to been a little bit more focused but the acting was on point um she deserved the sad um excuse me the Golden Globe Ford um we'll see how how she does in the Oscars because she was also nominated for best actress for her performance in this but um I did think it did a good job of humanizing her though um and her drug addiction it didn't portray her to be just another strung out addict um or a singer who's an addict you you kind you understood where that pain was coming from so I, I thought that was great um and that probably has to do a lot with the acting um you know and um of course me being the nerd that I am I looked it up and Jimmy Fletcher he really was a real person um they the sting did happen um he did fall in love with Billie Holiday but there wasn't a lot he never really spoke a lot about it so um there wasn't a lot about their story to tell um I <sighs> the acting was phenomenal um, for Audra Day, so I can also understand why she got nominated for an Oscar. Um, and then you said she won the Golden Globe, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I can understand why. Like, she was phenomenal. But I will say, and maybe this is going to be a little bit of an unpopular opinion, I will say that Viola Davis did, and um, I-, I feel like Viola Davis hit me harder on... Um, With Ma Rainey? Yeah, with Ma Rainey than Audra Day did um, playing Billie Holiday. And that's not to take away from how amazing she was as Billie Holiday because phenomenal um, on just the different um, stages of um, Billie Holiday's life that they showed and her acting the different stages. And you under- she did a great job of you being able to understand where Billie Holiday was coming from on, like you said, the reason why she was a drug addict and the reason why she never could really kick um, her habit. So I definitely understood that. May not agree with it, but I definitely understood why she could never kick her habit. And I love the fact that um, she said multiple times she didn't need jail time. She needed help. And very, very true, because in America, we criminalize drug addicts. Um that's one reason why a lot of drug drug addicts never kick their habit because we criminalize drug addicts but in other countries they actually send them to to hospitals and they send them to get help and they send them to rehab rather than criminalizing because you realize that that does not help the person um you know to get better by you sending them to jail because let's be honest you can also get your, you can also get your fix in jail as well. That's yeah, a whole you, another ballpark. So yeah, you just you went from one dealer to another, yeah, exactly to another one, and you got a whole system that's gonna help you get your drugs there. Yeah. Um, but no, but it it was it was great. Um, I I really really liked it. I to be honest, I Jimmy Fletcher was a fucking idiot. <laughs> 
like did 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 he, was he black was he a coon like like what was he trying to be you know like where was his justification in doing what he did i never really felt for his justification for being um a federal agent um when like his mom said you could have been anything else why a fed and then to think that oh well we got to get the drugs off the street because they're going to kill our neighborhood i love the fact that it was kind of glossed over on just like drugs flooded the black neighborhood um drugs flooded the white neighborhood as well um and nobody dealt with that drug issue they 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 do their stuff behind closed doors but you know, they kind of made it, you know, connected between drug abuse and um, the black community, which I guess I didn't realize started so early <laughs> in history. So yeah. um, um, that was interesting to find out because I, I didn't like when I saw like she was on crack. I was like, wait, 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 crack was there back then? <laughs> was like, it was heroin. I did not know that. <laughs> it was heroin. Um, heroin used to rather than shooting it up. Did, uh, did, they smoked are you, it. Are you are you correcting? Between crack and heroin? Well, they're two different drugs. My bad. She was a crackhead. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds better than heroin. It sounds better. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yes, I understand heroin, but, you know, I, I, I'm, like, I feel like I there really needs to be no distinction. Is The point of saying at the end of the day, that drug, you know, just kicked her butt the same way that if she was on actual crack like so yeah she, she was she was she was she was uh, shooting it up her arm and everything like that so yeah. um yeah I, and, and it's sad it is absolutely sad on the talent that she had um and that she felt that that talent didn't really come through unless she was fully high like she couldn't give a good show unless she was high and you started to see like she was very very dependent on it and that's the reason why yeah um it was like when she several things yes jimmy was an idiot and i think that he you kind of saw the changes but it's like you never understood why he never quit the job especially considering he didn't need the job that he came from a wealthy family in harlem um Especially once he saw, I think he kind of went into it idealistic, like you said, thought that he was doing the right thing by protecting his people and cleaning up the neighborhoods. And we won't get into how the drugs actually came into the neighborhoods. And like you said, it wasn't, it's always been criminalized or stereotyped as a hood problem that black and brown people are the only drug addicts and we're subjected to it. No, we're the only ones that you criminalize for having those problems. In the nicer mm-hmm. neighborhoods and the suburbs, they actually do try to get them help. Um, 17-year-olds. Because they can afford it. Yeah. Um, you know, and if they can't, they will still try to send them to different rehabs and stuff like that. So, um, but that that's a whole different history lesson and story. Uh, so, and I think going into it, he just saw what they wanted him to see or he just saw who he thought Billie Holiday was who they told him she was um but then I think he's when once his eyes were open once he really got to know her especially once he started to fall in love with her I think he thought that was his way of protecting her um by saying um was to protect that was the only way to really protect her because someone else would come in and do what they wanted him to do, what they wanted to do, which was truly destroy her. Again, Hoover was a motherfucker. Like, 
and um, absolutely, and we talked we talked about this with um what is it uh Judas and the Black Messiah yeah like was, he was a fucking asshole I'm waiting for someone to grow the cojones to tell the true story of of Hoover of Jay, of Jay Edgar Hoover that would be a fucking blockbuster like because he was a motherfucker like stop glancing around it stop glossing around it yes he did a great thing by starting the fbi understood where it comes from how what it you know what he did you can appreciate that but everything else that came after that oh fuck no but Uh, and i feel like lately they um when they talk about him at least in the movies that we've watched and you know commented on um that they're starting you you're starting to see the true the trueness um behind j edgar hoover not this glossed over image that they had of how amazing of a man he was but the real racist racist undertones of the fbi as well as him as a person um so I, I also agree they need to do a true movie of who that man was because, woo, he did a lot. <laughs> he did a lot. Like, talk about doing the most. Um, and so it's like, at one point, because of the different ways they were they were trying to set her up, and she knew it, um, you know, and I guess when you're like you say the one time that she well the one time that we saw when she went to jail when she was sentenced to what three years 13 months or something like that one Um, year and one day yeah one year and one day when she got out she was clean and she was determined to stay clean and we saw a little bit of her staying clean and you know um exercising and all of that but when but her first big performance when she came back and the guy comes in after she performed and said, you're high. She's like, of course I'm high. Like, you know, it was like, and even when she said that, it was heartbreaking. But I was like, what did y'all expect? Like, did you expect anything else? You know? Well, nobody really tried to help her kick her actual habit. They condoned it or they entertained it or they just let her be. There wasn't one person in her life that actually tried to help her kick her habit. Or to help her stay clean. Yeah, or help her stay clean. They just said that was Lady Day and let her continue doing what she what she was doing. No nobody was, you know, trying to help her, not even Jimmy Fletcher. Like none of them tried to help her kick her habit so that's why none of them were surprised was surprised when she actually got back into the drugs because they expected her to get back into the drugs they never looked at her and seen her as being able to survive without the heroin um in her arm which is sad it is it is because you know how much of a family are you when Instead of trying to actually legitimately help, um, you think by helping, just letting her be her and thinking that drugs make her who she is, is what was so wrong with the t- all the toxic relationships that she had around her. Even the ones that she considered to be her family, Ross and um, Reggie, like there was still toxicity within those relationships on the fact that never once did y'all. And then you used it as in well, you know, she was raped when she was 10 years old and the life that she lived growing up. And and, and I definitely get that heartbreaking. But um, that's therapy that she could have definitely afforded at the time. Um, as well as not using that as an excuse on a reason why, 
you felt she should continue to use the drugs that she did. Like that was not helping her at all. That literally killed her because that's what deteriorated her liver so much that she ended up dying. Well, well, and true, but looking, you know, therapy, it, especially for uh, minorities and black people, that is a new 21st century uh, thing that we're still struggling with it, to talk about, um, about going to therapy and how we do that. So back then, even though she probably could have afforded it, um, you have to think about how many black therapists there were, um, you know, and that wasn't, that wasn't a thing. You know, you, you think about how many, especially the way when you did get, and that's what I'm saying. I really wish we had a truth that this were a true biopic so you could see the beginning, the middle, and the end. Um, but you see how her mom was just like, you're not the only one. You're not the first one. You think, you think this makes you special, you know? So it was just like, especially for that time period, how many of our mothers and our grandmothers had been subjected to that uh, and to those things. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think just for that time, therapy was not something, um, especially for Black artists, um, that was in just in the Black community that was just welcomed. Um, and I, I And that was also something else where I'm saying like, Okay, I'm not saying she didn't realize she had a problem or that she didn't know she had a problem. But when I heard that line, like, I need help, not jail, I'm like, I wonder if that's really something that she said or or, or something that, that was put in because, you know, it was written during this time that, hey, just that other realization that drug, being a drug addict doesn't necessarily make you a criminal, you know, uh, because that's what she went to jail for, being a drug addict. Um, and, but also set up for not singing because she refused to stop singing a song which by the way here is the real hypocrisy and all that the majority of her audience especially where she was singing a song at the places like the, Co the Copacabana um, Carnegie Hall they were white so the people who were dying for her screaming for her to sing this song were white yeah but they were whites and in the north and granted, not to say that they're any, you know, more special because they benefited from the same system as um, whites in the South. Um, there were whites from the North who were asking her to sing this song. Um, and they were trying to stop her from singing the song. The whites in the South were trying to stop her from singing the song about lynching and everything like that. Not to say lynching didn't happen up North because it did. Um, but these were... Um, people from white people from the north who were asking her to sing that song so um very very different concept <laughs> or very different crowd oh, no. i mean i i get it I, I mean i know i'm just saying that the people who the people who i get where she was and i get the but i'm just saying the audience itself were asking were requesting an anti-lynching song but when you go back and look at it it's like you're asking this black woman to sing an anti-lynching song and some of the most racist times in America. And it makes me, it makes me fully ask myself the question, did they realize what song, truly what the song is about? And as I've done research in history, a lot of people did not realize that the song was an anti-lynching song. Um, they, they had no idea what Strange Fruit was about. So um, I was just like, oh, okay. You know, and, and, and a lot of people didn't understand the whole argument back then or what was the big deal about her singing this song 
because all they knew is Billie Holiday has a beautiful voice and we just like we just like the song you know and then those who knew obviously they were the ones setting her up to not to not sing it who wanted to jail her for singing a song so it also asked it also begs the question of oh okay free speech is it really free is it really for everybody you know that was just my rant of the day so um I thought that it was really interesting that um the relationship between her and Jimmy and when they were in the hotel um, and the first time they made love I'm not going to say the first time they had sex but the first time they made love when she when he really stopped and made her look at him and um, how they started to she started to feel these things that she it felt safe and comfortable for her and after that um when she broke up with him because she and you have to applaud her for being honest it's like I don't know this I'm not used to this I'm not comfortable with this like she thought that that love that that can we even say it was functional Uh, no it was not okay um but it was the most functional type of love that she it was the most it was genuine I will say that um it may not have been it was still toxic in certain ways but it was genuine on the fact that he really did love her and he treated her with more respect than any man had ever treated her with respect before okay the perfect so um and her not being used to that and it just made me think about how many of us um, are not used to that women and men are not used to having something we'll just say quote unquote semi-functional that makes us feel safe and genuine and I was like wow like her walking away from that and you think and you think would her life have been different like if he maybe the reason he didn't try to get harder to get her off drugs is because he knew what she would be going back to I don't know like I agree with you it's like that was one question I asked myself. I'm like, if you love her so much, why don't you try harder to help save her? But um, I no, I think that he loved her for who she was as a drug addict. I um, I don't think either one of them could imagine what they would be if she wasn't on drugs. Um, you know, on and off her whole life. Um, yeah, like, um, because that's one reason why the love was, um, even though it was genuine, I, why I feel that it was a little toxic as well. Um, but at the same time, they couldn't imagine um, how well they would have worked out if she wasn't, you know, Billie Holiday on drugs. Like, that's honestly it. Because at the end of the day, like, when she walked away and left him there, and, 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 on the side of the road yeah, no 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 and, and forget and forget the whole leaving Jimmy behind because I understand like that was a very serious conversation and I fully I love the fact that she was honest I agree with you on that she was very very honest on saying that she doesn't understand it she doesn't understand genuine love like she don't understand how to do this long term because all she's ever known is violent love um, so definitely, definitely, uh, get that. But what hit me even harder is the fact that she left her band behind. And after she left her band behind, they were never her band again. Like they didn't come back to her. 
because when Prez died and his wife wouldn't let her sing at his funeral, he was like, I thought we was family, but I guess not because you willing to leave us on the side of the road and just go. Like, I thought, I thought, you know, we was in this together and we not, <laughs> we not in this together. Like, we got to figure out our own way home, you know, because you, you called, you called your boy, you know, your dude to come get you and then took Ross and, um, Reggie and left the rest of us behind. But, um, I thought, cause even in that, that was kind of sad on her not even knowing how to truly take care fully of her people. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess, I guess they say if you, if you don't love yourself, then who can you truly, truly love? And, um, and that, and that was the that was the one thing that it was just like wow if she could have seen herself maybe the way everyone else saw her the most most people saw her um, besides just a cash cow or a money thing or you know and maybe that's what she thought um, she she thought oh they're just here for the money anyway so when I because that's what she said what did she say I'll get the money to y'all and they were like but it's not about that you know. Um, I'll get the money and I'll, I, when I get to where I'm going, I'll get the money and get someone here. And they're like, but it's not about that. You know, it's not even a conversation of that. Was, that was the fucked up part. It's like, it wasn't even a conversation of, yo, I got this dude coming. And I forgot which one of the, her dudes that was, but that was, that was her husband when she died. Um, but she didn't even say, look, I called him. He's coming. Y'all know how he trips. When I get to New York, um, I'm going to get somebody or when we get to the airport, I'm going to get somebody to come get the bus. And, you know, it's like, could you at least have a conversation to say, hey, he has a car. He's getting me to New York. He's getting me out of here. I'm going to get somebody to come fix the bus and get y'all. It wasn't even that. It was just like, Deuces. oh, this dude, yeah, this dude just shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> like, yo, Billy, what the, like, we thought we was in this together. And it's like, what? Like. And, you know, she didn't even have a conversation with them about it. So, I, yeah, I, I would have been a little salty about being left on the side of the road, too. But, um, so I, I do wonder if, like, when she died, I think she had $750 uh, to her name. And um, they wouldn't let anyone see her in the hospital. And even on, and that was, like, even on her deathbed, her quote unquote husband slash manager was still trying to set her up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> when he came in like, talking to her and then like be like, oh, she's ready to talk. And she was like, haha, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like that that dude, what is it, Ainslinger or whatever his name was, was mad till the end because he was just like, yo, really like oh wow, she going strong till the end. And Jimmy said that. When Jimmy said you hate her because she made something of herself, she's strong and she's black. And that is the reason why you hate her. And he couldn't say anything against it because that's ultimately the reason why. All right. That dude was racist. And then what shocked me, well, not shocked me because, I mean, you know, he's from Boston. But um, when they showed how, like, you know, he got, what is it, the presidential honor or whatever like that. Um, for still being the head of the narcotics re- um, um, what's the word for it? Narcotics division? Yeah, for, yeah. Um, up until he retired, uh, 
you know, and I was just like, dang, like, you know, um, the fact that America still doesn't acknowledge their absolute history in um, perpetuating the racist ideals and how it still affects the black community more than any other, um, you know, which we can definitely see from, you know, the new laws that are trying to be passed. (laughs) Oh no! Racism ended with, with slavery. No, 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 no! Racism ended when they elected Barack Obama. Oh, but before that ended with slavery. Of course, of course, then, of course, because the KKK was just in in their minds. Like it wasn't yeah. real. It was just it was then, just a secret society. That's it. That's it. They was just chilling outside. And then, yeah, and then you had your black president, so uh, it's all good. You know, <laughs> race. You know, Asians. Oh, and how can you say that, you know, Asians, Hispanics, whatever other race, y'all had your minority president. And now look at you. You got your half Asian, half black female vice president. So she checks all the Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. We've given you everything. What you complaining for? You know, it, it's good. So don't don't worry about what happened in Atlanta. That was just, a, he was just having a bad day. You know, it's all good. It happened. <laughs> Don't worry about what they're doing in Georgia. You shouldn't be out there that long anyway. You don't need water when you vote. And it's okay. Y'all are going to vote right from now on. So we, we're not going to have to overturn it. But, um, yeah, I did love Reg- I did love Leslie Jordan's character. And um, he, he, there was something where he asked her about, like, why won't you, when he told her, basically why like I loved it because it kind of shows and it's going to go to another uh something else that we're going to talk about a little bit later um but when he asked her oh he's like I'm a huge fan and at that point in her career um I know at one point she had been blacklisted or blackballed towards the end of her career um Hoover put her on a list or something because she wouldn't stop singing a song and it, it goes into that so when she was doing that radio interview and he made it seem like oh he was just doing a big favor because he's such a fan and he's so down and he's so hip and then when he asked her why won't you just fucking behave and stop singing a song okay which character are you talking about because I don't know these actors names the, the the radio the the white dude who gave oh her okay okay because I was like who the heck is she talking about okay yeah um well he was a white dude who just didn't understand <laughs> but he was so down because he was such a huge Billy Holiday fan fuck that Owen, shit because you, know. you got so many people that are fans of they've been a fan of our culture they've been a fan of our music um since the beginning of the time they want our rhythm but they, they don't want our blues I always say it I always say it they want our rhythm but they and don't another want thing our is blues. they don't understand our blues so he goes along with wanting the rhythm but not even understanding the blues that that's what the problem was and so you know and it, it was just and I and I love when even to this day you always get asked some form of that well why don't you just why don't I just what shut up and take it do as I'm told be a good girl ignore it stop it you know and so and then um when Miss Freddie went off on him and was like you treat her with some respect was like you got one more time <laughs> one more time and what he say he basically that he was gonna end up kicking his ass mm-hmm. <laughs> so um but I I was just like at that point you realize okay maybe Miss Freddie 
I don't know. I, I'm with you. Um, again, though, I, I still have a problem with why and and behind the scenes, you don't know how many people tried to help her, but it's just like with you, they just seem also blase about her just being so strung out and being an addict. Like, like you say, that's just who she is. Like, oh, you know. So um, we will see. But overall, what did you think of it? What would you rate it? Um, we know. I I rate it. Her, because her her acting was phenomenal, um, which definitely made for the story. Even with the disjointedness, which definitely brings down my rating, because um, the story I feel in some place was just all over the place. Like I couldn't fully follow exactly which stage in her life um, the scenes were coming from. Um, so overall, I give it about like a probably a solid three point five, because. Um, I think one scene that really threw me off was the scene where she sees the mom that's lynched um, hanging from a tree and then she goes into the house and then, you know, they show up and then the dude is getting the drugs ready for her. And I was just like, wait, 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 is she dreaming? Like, is this reality? Is she just imagining this? Like, I, I couldn't, like, I couldn't wrap my mind around exactly what this was supposed to be telling me exactly. So, um, I give it a 3.5. I think it's really good. And I would suggest everybody to watch it. It was, it's very enjoyable. You know, didn't have to like fast forward or try to pause or anything like that. So you definitely will enjoy watching the movie, especially the acting was phenomenal. It's just the script was a little off. Um, the scenes were a little off, but other than that, great job. Wow, I'm surprised. You're going to be shocked. You actually rated it higher than I did. Yeah, um, I I gave it a three. Um, and that was based on the acting. Um, the script, and I'm with you, that was a really confusing scene. Like, okay, she's dreaming. Why is Jimmy here? What's going on? Um, is she, wait, and I'm like, okay, is she having a drug moment? Like, is she dreaming? Not only that, is she high? <laughs> is she about to sing the song? Like, what? Yeah, is, you couldn't you figure know. it out. Yeah, and so it, it you know, I, I, I do like Lee Daniels, but this was a little bit, it was, I don't know, I think a straight, a more straightforward biopic would have been better. Um, the title was also, it also throws it off a little bit, you know, um, but. I, overall, I, I did enjoy I did enjoy it. It was enjoyable, like you said. Um, I watched it straight through. I didn't stop. Um, I, I I was more interested in the story of Billie Holiday. And like I said, it made me want to go back. I couldn't quite bring myself to rewatch Lady Sings the Blues, even though it's been a long, long time since I've watched it. I just know. Um, but I do. I have reordered a new copy of the book because I can't find. I think I can't find my original copy. So. Um, I do want to reread the book and just get a more full picture of her life because I, I love Billie Holiday. I love jazz music. And two of my favorite songs that I love hearing her sing are God Bless the Child and Strange Fruit. And when I was younger, I didn't know what Strange Fruit was about. And then um, when I, and you know, when you're younger, you don't really understand those things. And then once I really paid attention to the lyrics and I was like oh shit and it, it just kind of made it just made it hit more um, but yeah and then Time Magazine rated it the song of the century for the 20th century so in 1999 they rated it the, the song of the century 
and the BBC called it one of the most shocking songs of all time. So if you haven't heard the original or Andre Day does a great performance of Strange Fruit um, in its entirety, but um, I highly recommend that you actually check out the original by Billie Holiday. Um, if you have not, it is an amazing song. So um, I give it a three. You gave it a three point two. You gave it a three point five, right? So the average. I'm just gonna say this in my head. I think that gives it a three point two five. I don't know. I don't have my. Yes, Eddie. Me. Yes, yes. i It gives you a three point two five. My God. <laughs> say it. You're such a nerd. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our something that's what makes us that's what makes our dynamic work it does it does <laughs> i was just like is she really trying to average this out <laughs> yes you know i i know i'm a quirky nerd i have my thing okay well anyway that does it for this episode of I'm going to get it in extra butter, which Terry hates. <laughs> anyway, that does it for this bonus episode. Oh, gosh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And be sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple, and Google. And daily on the popcornwindown.com. Plug, pop, pop, pop. Yes, you still need a sound effect. Until next time, I'm And I'm Tammy. Bye.